0: Hi, friends! Welcome to Dancing in the Kitchen podcast. I'm your host, Debbie Stovacek. I created this podcast because I had lost myself until one day I found myself blasting the music while I was cooking and dancing around the kitchen. And these are things I love to do, but I stopped doing them for some reason. This podcast is about coming back to what makes you hungry for happiness, what feeds your soul. It's about remembering the crazy stories that got us where we are, the things we want to tell our younger self so we don't get lost along the way. It's about our favorite meals and the memories, the senses, the tastes, the conversations, the people, and maybe even the meals we'd rather forget but are etched in our minds anyway. So let's have conversations over cupcakes or we'll have happy hour. We'll talk about the music we listened to in the 80s, the music we listen to now. What's our happy place? And why is it so important? So maybe by sharing my stories and those of my friends at the table, it will help you uncover yourself too. I hope this podcast brings you joy, nourishment, and maybe a laugh or two along the way. So ready or not, let's get started. Hi, I am so excited to be here. You guys, first of all, I wanted to say thank you so much for being here. This is going to be super messy and we're gonna learn along the way so you can join me on this journey. But sometimes if you wait for something to be perfect, it'll never happen. So before we dive into the conversations with my friends, I just wanted to take a minute and introduce myself and chat a bit about why we're here. So, who am I, you ask, and who am I to do this? Well, I ask, who am I to not do this? I feel God gives us all unique gifts and talents, and it's our responsibility to share those gifts with others. So, who am I? Well, I'm a middle child. I have two sisters. I am a single mom now single empty nester. I'm a child of God. My faith has gotten me this far and it's gonna keep me going. So that has been my number one source and it's really what's getting me through. It's funny because as a kid, as a middle child, um, I was the pickiest eater. I couldn't let my food touch the other food and it was very bland. Mom was a good cook, but uh, it was very traditional, we'll say that. (laughs) And I just didn't want to eat very much at all. And it's funny because now I love food. Oh my gosh, I have such a relationship with food. It has to look right. It has to taste right. Um, and I love trying new food. I love trying new restaurants and new places. And I've always been such a huge fan of food and travel so that when you travel, you have to stop at the restaurant for the locals. I don't want to go to a chain restaurant. I want the local spots. And that has always just been so fun and intriguing to me always been a fan of Anthony Bourdain and Phil Rosenthal. Oh my gosh, I just binged watched like 4 seasons of Somebody Feed Phil and I thought, "How fun would that be to travel around and just visit all these different cities and stop in different places and meet the people and hear their stories and what got them where they are? Why is the food special in that area or in that region?" I just think that would be so much fun. Back in the day, well, I guess you'd say maybe 15 years ago, I was a pampered chef director. I used or I was a director, I was a consultant, and I used to laugh and tell my my guests that it was like having my own cooking show. Like I thought I was Rachel Ray or something. It was pretty funny. But I love to cook and I love to teach other people how to cook. I loved teaching my kids how to cook. It's just something I love to do. And for a while, I stopped doing it. I just hit this depression and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but I just didn't want to do anything. I found myself, like I said, I just, I didn't want to do anything. I didn't know what I like to do for fun and I'm telling you depression is not a fun place to be and again we'll talk about that in a minute I have um, a cupcake business I've had this for the last couple of years I decorate cupcakes and it kind of started out as stress baking because I was in a very very toxic relationship and it calmed me it it really calmed my nerves to bake, and I would bring the cupcakes into work, and everyone would always say, "Oh my gosh, Debbie, you should open up a bakery, and you know who knows maybe there'll be a food truck in my future, but um but I love to I love to bake, I love to cook, I love to bake." Um, started baking cakes actually when my kids were little out of necessity because, as a single mom, I couldn't afford to, you know, buy the bakery cakes. So I just started decorating them myself and it was fun. I wasn't very good. I took a little class at the local craft store and learned a few things, but the rest of it I kind of learned on my own and discovered that I really liked doing it and I still do um, and I still like doing it and it's fun and it's always been my side business. So hopefully I can start to grow that and work on that and like I said, you know, as I was introducing the podcast, you know, we'll talk over cupcakes and the reason is because I just love cupcakes. That just is something that, you know, stirs my soul i guess you could say it's something i love to do and as i mentioned i used to bring them to work so i've always worked in corporate america i've always just kind of followed along and just done whatever the next job was Um, never went to college so i just kind of fell into office work and was it my life calling no was i supposed to be there at the time that i was looking back now, I think, yes, there was a reason why I was there. There was a purpose for me to be there, but I never really felt like I was pursuing my passion because mostly I couldn't figure out what that passion was. And through these corporate jobs, I was working a job last year, very toxic environment. I loved most of the people, but the boss was not my favorite. (laughs) And the job before that, was the opposite. I loved my boss, um, but not so much everything else. So um, anyhow, then I left the toxic job, went to another office, and I knew right away I didn't like it, decided I was going to start looking for another job, and bam, COVID hit. And oh my gosh, are we all going crazy with this by now? But I really feel this time has been God having us pause and reflect and just look for new opportunities and and learn more about ourselves. And in the beginning of COVID, I had to have knee surgery. And you know, you get old and you have your old cheerleading injuries. And <laughs> yes, I was a cheerleader back in high school. And So I had to have knee surgery and while I was out and just before I was supposed to go back to the office, it was some complications with the surgery and the healing and it took a little longer than I had hoped. But just before I was supposed to go back, they eliminated my job. And at first I was honestly kind of excited um, because I really didn't want to go back there. But also facing the fear of being a single person what was i going to do right and so the depression started and i've battled depression most of my adult life like i said it's not a fun place to be and um, it really hit hard this summer and one day i realized i really need to take better care of myself so i'm going to treat myself to dinner and not that we could go out to dinner, I would make it for myself. And I would find these great new recipes, but they were always feeding like four or six, you know, eight people always feeding for a family. So I figured out how to make them for just me. And I would sit on my patio. And I love taking pictures of my food, which is kind of weird, but that's what I like to do. And everybody would always say, Deb, when is the food blog coming out? And That's in the works, so we'll see what happens. Um, But, you know, I thought it was really important, and you really have to eat healthy food. And while I don't eat the healthiest of foods all the time, I did start to learn a lot of things about food. And I sit on the patio and I would just think about, you know, different experiences, different restaurants, things that we did with the kids um holiday meals that we've had with the families and it's just you know you really do have a relationship with food that you know if you really think about it it's it's kind of crazy actually it's it's fun but it's crazy I mean I can think of a food like this garlic shrimp pasta thing that I had at red lobster when I was pregnant with my second son And it made me so sick. And that smell just to this day, 27 years later, makes me sick to my stomach. Now, I love garlic, I love shrimp, I love pasta, but that particular dish, not having it ever again. It's kind of gross, (laughs) but it's kind of funny. Don't you have like those kinds of meals or the smells of food that you just don't want to ever smell again? And then also you have food that you can't get enough. You have to have it. And I'm always looking for new ways to kind of reinvent things because it gets boring. And when you're here by yourself, it really gets boring. So trying to get creative has just been a challenge and it's been fun. It's been interesting. And, you know, as I say, I am single. I am an empty nester. I have three kids whom I love all three very, very much, Um, but they're gone, they're living on their own, they're adults, and my daughter is out of state, and I miss them so, so much. I have chosen to stay single for a little while here, but for a while there, I didn't think I wanted to be single. I was in a lot of relationships, I probably should not have been, And maybe we'll have a whole episode about that someday. But just the highlight reel, you know, you get involved with someone. And I really went through a lot of narcissistic, emotional, mental abuse. I really don't want to talk about it a whole lot because I don't want to draw that energy back. But I did learn a lot from that situation. And what I learned was it wasn't my fault. Not everything was my fault. And I was convinced by this person that it was. Everything was my fault. And it was it was not good. It was bad. But when I heard someone else's story and I got involved with a group of women to hear their stories of narcissism and, and, and abuse and things like that, I thought, wow, this isn't me. It's not my fault. I'm not alone. I'm not the crazy one. Well, not crazy about that anyway. <laughs> so, um, and that really helped me. And also my faith and the support from my family and the couple of friends I had left. Um, that helped me to get out of that situation. And you know, it just seemed to be such a bad, bad situation. And then, of course, I started a relationship with someone else that was very similar. Um, Won't go there either, but it was crazy. It was a pattern. And so I'm breaking the patterns and I'm clearing space and learning how to rediscover myself because I have always been someone that, you know, like I said, the kids left, I've felt like no one needs me now. So it's been kind of hard. So I need myself. And I need God. I need friends. I need family. And I'm finding all of that again. So fast forward to this past fall, after COVID, and all this discovery with the job. I was listening to a podcast. I'm a big podcast fan. Um, A little later to the game than most, it was maybe three years ago or so that I discovered a podcast by Rachel Hollis. And from her podcast, I discovered so many other ones. And from those, I found others. And I came across one by Kathy Heller. And her podcast is called Don't Keep Your Day Job. I hope I can talk about this here, but um, man, it just eye-opening and I was really feeling a tug on my heart like the last two or three years. And I also discovered Christy Wright and her Business Boutique podcast kind of at the same time. And between the two of them, I really felt that tug like I am meant to be doing something else. I don't know what it is. I don't like my corporate day job, but I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to find it someday, and I hope I find it soon because I was miserable. And so in the fall, uh, Kathy Heller did this Made to Do This program. It was the third time she had done it last year. The first time I was working full time. I thought, oh, I can't do this now. I have no time. The second time... I knew my knee surgery was coming up and so I made every excuse of why I didn't have the money and why I couldn't do it and I didn't do it but listening to the episodes and the people I thought if they could do this I could do this I for sure could do this well then when I lost my job I really didn't have the money but I had all kinds of time and I thought Now is the time for me to figure out what I was made to do. And so I figured out a way. I changed the mindset about the money and I'm making it work. And it's been amazing. This program, I have learned so much and not only about what I'm made to do, but I learned more about myself than I ever thought at You know, when you're in your mid fifties, you think you know yourself pretty well or you should know yourself pretty well. But I didn't because, you know, all these messes, and I've heard this so loudly and so clearly before, is that, you know, so many times your mess is in your message. So whatever it is that you've gone through, You share that. And, you know, like I said, God gives us gifts and talents and we're supposed to share those with other people. It's our responsibility so that if you can help somebody else, you know, on a positive note to help lift them up through your story, then you got to tell it. And, And so I don't tell some of these stories. I don't want anyone's pity. I don't want anyone's sorrow. I'm not looking for attention. I'm just here to help and hope that maybe it'll help you and that you can, um, you know, find your gifts and your talents and rediscover what it is maybe you've buried. Maybe you haven't buried anything. Maybe you just enjoy life. And that is awesome because that's what we're supposed to do. Um, you know, like I said, the the whole dancing part of this, I was a cheerleader And I've always loved to dance. I can remember back in the day, we lived in Albuquerque and I was in choir. And I remember the choir director yelling at me because I couldn't sit still. And I was just dancing all up on the, you know, up on the stage. And I just love to dance. Am I the greatest dancer? Heck no, I'm not. But do I love to do it? Absolutely. So everything kind of came together with this whole aha moment during the Made to Do This program when somebody asked me, what do you like to do for fun? And I had no idea. And it really made me sad. I was trying to process that, trying to write things out, like what do I like to do? What am I good at? What do I like to do? And it took me a while. Um, and it, like I said, it made me really sad. But one day, I was literally in the kitchen cooking and dancing And it was like, oh my gosh, this is what I love to do. I love to cook. I love to dance. I love teaching other people how to cook. And I was a cheerleading coach for youth cheerleaders and high school cheerleaders um, back when my second son was a baby. And I just, I love that. I love watching somebody start from scratch and see how much they grow, that just, lights me up. I love it. And if I have any part of it, even better. But it's I just love encouraging other people and and teaching. So during the program, I discovered that I also, during the program, I learned that teaching, cooking can be done. And it can be done virtually. I don't know how to do all the tech stuff yet but I'm figuring it out. And like I said at the very beginning, if you wait for things to be perfect, they sometimes will never happen. So I have um, been part of such a great, amazing community of people that we have so many great connections and I love it. I absolutely love it. So I've started a business where I have... um, Cooking and Community Workshops. It's called Dining with Debbie, Cooking and Community. So we virtually learn how to cook these recipes that I learned how to kind of downsize and cook them for single people or empty nesters. You know, maybe your kids just moved out. Maybe you just got divorced or, you know, you've just found yourself suddenly alone. And during this time that we're going through and even before, it's hard to want to eat by yourself. And I know I found myself ordering pizza and I still do sometimes or a bowl of cereal or a bowl of popcorn would be dinner. But then I thought, nope, I want to teach other people how important it is because you really do feel the difference when you eat a healthy meal and it makes you feel like dancing. So I'm, that's what I'm doing. You know, virtually we're cooking together in this workshop. And then we all sit down together at our own tables virtually and we eat dinner together and we have conversation and we'll have trivia games or we'll have some guests come on and you know, just talk about our day just to alleviate the loneliness. And so it's just starting out. I'm hoping that it can grow into something more because I really feel passionate about it. I also feel passionate about the cupcakes. Everything keeps coming to me with that. So there's some things in the works that I won't say too much about, but I do have a few things in the works for the cupcake side of things. And then there's this podcast. You know, I love, if you can't tell, love talking. And this is actually longer than I thought it was going to be. But anyhow, I just want to give you the whole full scoop. And I'm sure I've jumped around quite a bit but I just wanted to take this time to chat and tell you who I am before we get started on this journey. So I want to give you a little preview of what to expect. You know, each week we'll have some stories and if it's not my friends, it'll be me or an expert in whatever field, whatever uh, category or area we want to talk about. So some of the upcoming episodes we'll talk to the wonderful people who've made an impact and have been a big influence in my life. So we'll talk to my intermittent fasting coach and all around badass, hashtag funny fitness trainer. I kinda had a secret girl crush on her and now it's not a secret, but she's so cool. She's so awesome. And I can't wait for you guys to meet her. She's so much fun. So we'll have a conversation with my beautiful daughter who is living in New York City as we talked about her being vegan and her art, and we share memories about food from when my kids were kids. Uh, we'll have a conversation with my former Pampered Chef director who has created an amazing brand and company called Feel Good Dough. It's all organic, clean, vegan dough. And she'll talk to us about that company and, boy, talk about someone who created a solution for a problem that she herself was experiencing and knew others were too. So that's going to be a fun and exciting episode. I can't wait for you to hear that. Um, I love her product. I I love her. So I can't wait to share that with you too. You'll also get to listen in on a ladies' night happy hour with my amazing Pod 9 sisters from the Made to Do This program. These ladies are truly, we are soul sisters. God knew what he was doing when our little pod came together. Um, We've ugly cried together. We've laughed together. We support each other. And even after this program is over, we continue that. And I just love these ladies. So We'll sit down, and this was around the holidays, but it's still going to be a fun time. The other one that I'm working on is my mama, <laughs> and although I may have to fly south to get this one done, since she's in Florida for the winter, uh, she's really not up on the Zoom calls yet. So we'll see. But I would love to uh, share my mom's story with you because you know she's she's an amazing woman. So I want to share that with you. I'm also working on my local cake decorating hero. Our schedules have been kind of crazy, so hopefully we can make this happen. She is just such an amazing, um, cake guru and our whole cake group just admires her. She's been such an inspiration. She always has the best advice and, um, and she's a little bit of a local celebrity too, so. And speaking of celebrities, I have a friend who is a local celebrity chef. I hope I can convince him to join us and that would be lots of fun. And oh my gosh, you guys, there are so many ideas stirring in my mind that I'd love to share with you. And so if you or somebody you know has a story to tell, let me know. So we can get them on the podcast. I'd love to share their story. I'm always intrigued by hearing other people's stories and what they went through. And um, it's just, I love it. It's an intimate conversation to get to know somebody. And this great big world, there's so many people. There's so much room for everybody But yet we're all connected and it's so cool. And I love discovering that just by having conversation with people. So anyhow, if you know someone or you would like to do this, send me a DM on social media through our new Facebook group. It's called Dancing in the Kitchen Podcast. So I hope you find us on Facebook there, or you can find me on Instagram and I'll post the links in uh, the show notes for that. So I've babbled on way too long, but I am so excited. I can't wait to keep traveling down this journey, getting on the dance floor in the kitchen. And I i don't know, I'm just so excited. So I hope you guys are still listening. (laughs) And if there's only 10 of you listening, that would be great too. Um, But if you are listening, thank you so much for joining me. And I just can't wait to do this again. for listening in and joining me today. This has been so much fun. If you'd like to connect and see what I'm up to, then head on over to social media. I'm usually hanging out on Instagram at Debs410, that's D-E-B-S underscore 410 or Dining with Debbie. That's my cooking and community page. By the way, Debbie is spelled D-E-B-I and it's all one word, Dining with Debbie. You can find it on Facebook too at Dining with Debbie33. I would love to see what you're up to as well. I'm always up for making new friends. So check out the brand new Facebook group, Dancing in the Kitchen. Shoot me a DM if you or you know anyone that would like to join me on the dance floor in my kitchen, AKA on this podcast, or if you have any questions. And could you do me a favor, if you could take a screenshot of this episode, tag me, and share it with your friends on social media, that would be awesome. Because how cool will it be if we can make a difference in just one person's life by sharing our stories and talking about our favorite foods, our favorite music, and what lights us up. I hope you leave today inspired and ready to find what makes you hungry for happiness. So please, subscribe and join me on the dance floor in your kitchen or wherever it is you find joy. Until next time, keep dancing in the kitchen.